here tapping in with kwjt puget sound from space i'm over here with Corey. you're tapping in with tavars and sliding with solana <laughs> you doing ad-libs today <laughs> you already know what the fuck's going on whole lot of groovy shit hey everyone at home <laughs> i just love to start off the podcast with giving you guys love so here we are back again episode 47 thank you so much for continuing to show us love and support we thank you guys tremendously um, and we're going to keep going fucking crazy for you guys. Uh, also, before we uh, start things, I would like to thank Tranquil Forest and Benito. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you guys every time. I'm so you already know. Yes, please. Just a little baby, Just a little baby one um, for the big homies. We appreciate you guys every time. Episode 47. Corey's undefeated right now. Oh, what? 47 0. Oh, Fresh tea. Oh, yeah. Um, I've never worn the same T-shirt. Oh, for real? <laughs> never worn the same T-shirt <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. Um, you won't catch me in this chair with the same. Not not an episode. Before it was this set, the last set, I've worn different T-shirts. Okay. Or hoodies or something. They're never never <laughs> the same T-shirt. Um, and then without a further ado, I would like to introduce you guys this week's guest. Steegy in the motherfucking building. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. We want to uh, just thank you before we uh, kick things off. Uh, we really appreciate you reaching out um, organically, genuinely, and tap, tapping well, in with before us. Before you get into the, the most professional email I've gotten ever for this podcast <laughs> to do an episode, you guys could really learn something to just like the reaching out game. That It was like really like you can tell that your team really thought about it. I was like, all right, this would be a great rollout point and right. really get some steam rolling. So I right. really appreciate that. Shout out to Blake, man. Yeah. No, shout, shout out to Blake. We fuck with you. Um let's uh let's let's start things off, man. We were just talking about how uh you know your commute from West Seattle. Right. Um I wanted to open up the floor and let you know that you're actually one of our first, if not No, second. Second. Basically We'll give him that. Um, yeah, Kier, uh second West Seattle <laughs> guest uh, in the building. So thank you for for blessing the seat and bringing the communities together. Um, <laughs> Brother one five, he said he from like can and like you know I don't want to take that from him. Oh, true. He, 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 yeah, you know juice block all that. You know. Uh, yeah, well, I want to um, ask you about how it's been being a creator from um, West Seattle and representing that um, part of the town and how it's been. So, um, West Seattle. So, I'd say that um, the music scene in Seattle um, has kind of tended to reside in other parts of the city, mm-hmm. or like like the strength of the scene reside in other parts of the city, like the South End um, City, even up north. Like you got Lil Mosey popping up out there, and a lot of other artists. Um, but from West Seattle, uh, I'd say it's kind of a lack of resources, mm-hmm. you know? but it's nothing that we couldn't get through, you know, we're working. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been fun so far. Interesting ride. Yeah. Uh, who are those uh, other West Seattle artists that you find yourself collaborating with and just kind of, like, put, like, 
because every I feel like everyone has a hub right now. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, there's Federal Way who reps really hard. Tacoma, as you right. said, the South and CD, the North. Um, who are those other people that you guys like kind of band together and put that stamp on the West? Right from West Seattle, um, my brother Jay Boogie, that's my producer, and he's actually one of the. He's got a lot of accolades for a Seattle producer, um, and he he's not like really a social media person like that. He don't mm-hmm. be putting shit on there, which he should. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got he's got songs with Cam Two for real and oh, you shit. know and shit like that. Um, a lot of West Coast dudes, but yeah, uh, me and him. That's who I started making music with when in high school. Um, on some funny shit, and then it got a little more serious. And he's he's kind of the only person from West Seattle I think that I've I've really collaborated with heavily. Yeah. Um, but as far as other artists from West Seattle, um, Juice of God, obviously, yeah. legend man, uh, R.I.P. He he really inspired me a lot early on, uh, yeah. still to this day for sure. But yeah, uh, I really love that um, R.P. Juice for sure. Um, I wanted to ask about like well. When you started in high school, what was that like first? How'd you really get into music? Because everyone grows up hearing music. Were you heavy into it before you started uh, making music, or was it just like snowball? Crazy. Um, I had uh, I had ties to music from like elementary school. I was in band and stuff like that. My dudes had me in piano and playing trumpet, all types. Oh of shit. shit! Right. Um, I wasn't that good at that kind of that stuff, like instruments. Um, and then middle school, I was still a band kid, and then. Uh, high school is when I would, like shifted my focus fully to basketball, and that was my first love and first dream. Um, and then my senior year of high school, when it got kind of clear that college offers were kind of off the table, um, and I wasn't like in love with the game like I used to, so I actually didn't play my senior year, and that's when I shifted my focus to music. Um, but actually, I skipped a step. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so after I quit basketball, I was like looking for something to put my focus to. Yeah. I had no more practice, no more games, none of that. So. Um, music was always in the back of my head. I used to fuck around with it um, earlier on in high school, and I, I was always writing shit um, since middle school. But then uh, when when I found out my bro, Jay Boogie and Jordan, had started making beats, um, I just had him start sending me shit, and we started making music as a joke, literally, like just trying to like make people laugh and shit, like, like make goofy songs. Yeah. Um, and I, I had dropped a song on SoundCloud in high school, um, and then, like, the whole school had been fucking with it, so I was like, whoa, I was like, this is kind of <laughs> active, right? <laughs> and so then we just kept making different sounds and shit, and um, I ended up making, like, a slower record, like an R&B type, like, really seeing if I could sing or whatever. Yeah. And that's when I really fell in love with music, um, like, making the music for sure. Um, What's it like having a popping song in uh, high school? Uh, Especially senior year, like, going out at the, like, kind of at the end, but still, it's, like, it's still lit. Right. Um, I mean, it, it was good and bad because it was, like I said, like it was a joke type thing. So some people were like laughing at me, you know, and then others are actually think it's hard or whatever. But it, it wasn't hard. It, it, was cool. <laughs> it was cool. But yeah, it was all right. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> While we're on the uh, topic of music, I wanted to ask about uh, you developing your relationship with Katil and PMO. Right. <clears throat> I see that you do a lot of work with them, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's nice to see uh, artists in that same range, just gravitate towards each other. So how has that been building, like, the relationships in the city? Um, so when I had dropped um, my second song ever on SoundCloud in high school, um, Dempsey, if you guys know who that is, Dempsey Hope. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, dude, pop star. Dude. Yeah, pop star. <laughs> he's, he's getting big now. Shout out to Dempsey. Um, he had reached out to me, and uh, he, he was like, bro, you're fire, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's do something. And... 
Then Katil eventually reached out too and just said, like, out of nowhere, I just get a text from a random number and send an open verse. And this is in, like, 2018. And, like, I was... Oh, damn. And mind you, like, Katil and Dempsey, I didn't know them. They're from the North End. Um, and I used to slap their music when I before I started making music. So, I, like, they had reached out to me, and I was like, whoa, like, this is hella cool. Like, <laughs> this is hella cool. Yeah. And so I did the verse with them. That song's not out anymore, but... um. Yeah, I started working demo like three years ago, and then that's when I, I created that relationship with Katil. Um, and then he kind of went and did his thing. Like, he left Seattle for a bit, um, and I was doing my own thing. And I didn't even know Q yet at the time, PMO. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when did it come back around? So, in 2019, I, I started working with PMO. Um, we had just linked off of love. We both fucked each other's music. And... We'd link up, record all the time. We, we have hella music in the cut, by the way. Hella. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so me and Q linked up, and and I, I hadn't talked to Katil in a long time. Um, and then time goes by, and then last August, uh, me and Jordan, Jay Boogie, we went down to L.A. with Zoo. You guys oh, know Zoo, yeah, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Right, right. You'll get hooped. Uh, uh, <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> We're talking spicy on the pod. If you see this, um, but yeah, us three went down to LA to link with Q because he he stays down there, and Katil was there at the time as well, and we ended up just linking up and creating a record uh, with Jordan and Callan. If you guys know who Callan is, um, damn, pro, pro, Callen, yeah, yeah, produced yeah, by Callan. Yeah, he's from uh-huh. Seattle. Um, Man, heavyweights. That's heavyweights. What's up. Yeah, bro. He and he shout out to Callan, bro. He shows love to local artists and shit. He doesn't have to do that. No, that's, that's facts. That's my guy, man. That's my guy. Um, but yeah, we made this record, Box the Bedroom. This is the only one we have out right now. Yeah. With 206 AM. That's our little collective. Um, and yeah, that's that's where we really, we really started working together. And like, that's when I really started collaborating with artists all the time. Like, yeah. to the point where it was like, my, my vault of music is like more featured, or more like collaborative songs versus solo songs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's where it all started with, with those three. Um, when you go into like putting out new music, uh, how do you, I guess you, you talked about like pulling like, I guess removing music from your catalog. How do you go about that? Knowing like, knowing like what hits or what music to like get rid of and like leave out of your catalog and like keep certain things. Like, how do you go? How do you approach that? I mean, I'd say I'm still learning. Um, cause I haven't really had a song to like hit, like hit like that for like dumb numbers. Um, but yeah, um, I have a bad habit of holding on to music. Like I, I, I've been sitting on music for years. Like <laughs> it's bad. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get over. It. I'm getting through it. But uh, yeah, I just like uh, I try to go. I try to put uh, if I'm putting together a project, I try to do it by like cohesiveness. Yeah. Um, of of the sound, and then I guess for putting songs out, it's just like right timing type shit. Like whenever it feels right. Yeah. Uh, what makes you? Is it a? Is it a? lack of just like momentum or you you're very particular on like singles and things like that as far as like keeping things in the vault i mean honestly it's it's, it's that i'm uh, like i'm not the best with the sauces you know so it's like i i be, I be struggling with getting the content out there to like push the music with yeah because uh, i have a lot of faith in the music and this is what i'm trying to do like with my life so it's like um i don't want to just put it out with with nothing with no type of yeah push you know so i like that that's a really smart rollout right Hell yeah. Thank you. Give my man's a hand clap, man. It's been it's, <laughs> it's been, been it's been a little second with no claps. I, you know, I needed to hear the hand clap real quick. 
No, I think it's important um, that you stand by that faith. Uh, I don't be sounding, I don't like sounding too preachy on the podcast. Um, but bro, man, preach, bro. Uh, Tomorrow fucking Sunday. drop that music, bro. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> like, I'm already not. Like, you know, it's just put it out, put it out there, bro. Right. You know, it uh, more or less not for the audience or for other people, but you know, you worked hard on that. Right. You spent hours and nights and like contemplating and like the only thing that is like stopping from you finding out that next move or or the answer to that question is just dropping it. So right. it's just like, man, I I have the worst. I, I'm I'm in that same boat. I have so a lot of stuff in the vault. Like, this is a um, and here. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I mean, now I'm under management, so now I gotta go through, through even before through the like, channels. Even before that, Tavares <laughs> would spend literally he'd go back to back nights and spend like eight hours in the studio both nights and be like, you know what? I ain't, nah. really, I ain't really gonna put this out. Like, yeah. Nah, yeah that's my life, bro. I, and this is like every day. Like, I'll be in the studio all the time, bro. Right. Like, every week I'm in the studio, like, for years type shit. And people just have no idea because I don't be, I just don't be on the socials like that. Right. Yeah. It's it, like, it's, it's getting there, though. Like, I, I understand that I gotta put it out. So, mm-hmm. we're getting there. It's gonna happen. How do you, um, I know this is a very cliche question. And it's probably the first time I asked this on the pod, but you have a very interesting and unique sound. How do you describe it? Because it's not really hip hop, but it's not so. Uh, it's not so R and B. It's like that that magical middle right there. So right. how would you? I mean, you just you just oh you just I nailed it. Nailed oh, it on the point. you know, I, I like to describe <laughs> it as a fusion of hip hop and R and B, but leaning R and B because I like I always have a melody in my shit. Like, yeah, I still can't rap rap, <laughs> but that's cool. That's not what I'm going for. Exactly. <laughs> um, when you so you make really like. Um, I would say, like, love interest music. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, uh, let me know if I, like, overstep. You don't got to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a female that you're speaking of? Is there, like, is there situations that you draw from? Or is there, like, exact, like, life uh, that you pull from from your music? Um, I think all the above. Like, there's, like, certain songs I'll definitely be ta- talking about a specific person or a specific situation. Um, but one thing I think I'm good at is, like, is like really in capturing emotion, um, like even even if that emotion in the moment that I'm like that I'm singing about isn't necessarily that strong yeah. in the song, it'll sound like I'm hella sad about yeah. it, yeah, hella yeah happy, but you know, like the the emotion sounds really strong when it comes through, but like in reality, it might have just been a small ass moment, but, <laughs> you know, that's really powerful. <laughs> nah, yeah, because like that's like as an artist to just hone in on that and just like really display it on your music, you would think that you would go, like, you would think that listening to the song, like, oh, my bro, Stigy was going through it. Fuck that bitch. No, like, sure. you know, like. <laughs> Literally, like, that's a ride, yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. Um, do you, uh, as an artist, do you find yourself, um, wanting to write for others because you you collaborate a lot mm-hmm. and you have uh i feel like you have an r&b song structure um do you find yourself like wanting to write for other local r&b artists or have you tried like writing a song for someone and presenting it to them just as um never in that manner like because a lot of the times the way i make my music is i'm not necessarily writing like i'll just sit with the beat in front of the microphone and i'll just go you know and punch in however however far my mind can go with lines and then 
So I've never thought about writing for someone and like presenting them the song, but yeah. I definitely have in the past, like when I collaborate with someone and we're sitting there in the studio doing it, like giving them lines or giving them flows, you know, but that's, that's about as far as I've yeah. gone with like giving people. They're, they're, uh, the, uh, do you find, do you mostly do it for your, your music specifically so that it fits like kind of the song structure and things like that? Or is it working either like working on other people's projects? Just out of curiosity. Um, it just depends on what's happening in the studio at the moment. Like if, if PMO is doing something, he, he never uses my shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I like it, whatever artist you may be, yeah. you know, if, they're, if they're working on something and they're stuck, you know, and I, I got a melody that's right in my head, I'll be like, bro, just, you know. Give them an idea, and if they if it helps them, it helps them. Yeah, if they don't, it's, it is what it is. Right. Absolutely, I love that. Uh, I'm going to let you jump in. I'm gonna oh, yeah, no worries. Uh, uh, let me switch it up real well. quick, man. Are you an Alki, baby? An Alki? <laughs> Alki, baby? Uh, like the elementary school? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, the beach. Oh, like, I mean, yeah, I'd be down. I was you, down was you out there, there I was religiously? Or? Nah, I wasn't one of them. Okay, you wasn't one of them? I'd be down there. I, yeah. I, I still kick it on Alki. <laughs> no, Alki is beautiful. Let me let me, let me me clear the air real quick. Like, I, I only asked because... I did not expect that. Like, <laughs> one, this brings up the question um, that I wanted to ask between, like, another West, a West Seattle artist. Uh a West Seattle artist and a South. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, is he grabbing these shots? He like, would no. never. First of all, he wants to cut my shit. So, oh, uh, yeah. you 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 heard it, Groovy Gang. Watch this man. Um, but it. It, it brings up the question, like they're like not even trying to speak metaphorically, but there's a, a huge bridge between our communities. Um, I don't have too many instances where I understand the like West Seattle story. You know, mm -hmm. I don't have too many friends who are from the West who could, who could like vividly tell me like, what was it like growing up there? What, what was the experience like? Like, what do you hold dear to you? So that's why I brought up like, are you an Alki baby? Okay, because like just finding like something like what is dear to you from West Seattle. So, um, I don't know, just paint a picture for me and like how, like, Growing up in West Seattle formed you into the man you are today. Definitely. Um, I'd say. <laughs> you still think about the shag? No, nah, you give me a lighter that did not work. Uh, um, I was. Let me say. Uh, I say that as I got older, I realized what that what that thing that I hold dear to my heart is about West Seattle. Like it, it, it became clear to me what that was, and as I met more people um, in different parts of the city and the city mm -hmm. extended the South end, North end, wherever um, I realized that West Seattle has a lot of like uh, mutual love within the community. Um, like where everybody's just kind of like cool with each other. It's all love. Like if you're from West Seattle, you're like, Oh, like what? you know, like, it's all, you're from West, you know, like, yeah. everyone's, it's all cool. Um, real neutral over there is what I say. Like, I feel like West Seattle is one of the most neutral parts of the city. Like, um, cause I got bros um, from the South of the city, you know, there's a lot of politics going on in, in, in certain locations. And I feel like West Seattle didn't, like, necessarily deal with that at, to that, that degree, you know. No, like, for it's, sure. it's, it's real smooth over there. And it's, it's real diverse over there, too, which is out, which I was really thankful for growing up. Because um, I got to see all walks of life. Like, all walks of life. You got the rich. Right, right. White people. You got the Section 8. And, the, like, the way that it's structured out there, like, there's million-dollar crib, Section 8 million dollar crib you know like it's 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 all 
mm-hmm. together. So I think that was really strange. right. You could be yeah. on like Delridge and walk like a few few blocks up, and you you see a fucking million dollar house, right. and now it's getting and then, dummy gentrified. And then down you there. you walk down, and it's like, oh, there's the there, there's the homes, there's the box. <laughs> right. um, no, I think I think it's important for people at home to hear this. Um, because you don't have too many conversations between um, just like people within the community, passerbys, you know, like sitting down having this kind of conversation. Um, I will be the one to say, like, you know, things weren't always good between like South End, CD, West Seattle. So it's like, I think it's beautiful that one, we're having this conversation and two, that we can like tell the youth that, you know, it's okay to like, be from where we're from, be proud about it, um, but not let that get in the way of our lifestyle and and our lives because a lot of our people, youth especially, have, like, lost their lives. There's violence between the communities. And what is so, like, what is so poetic, if not, is uh, the West Seattle Bridge breaking down. Um like you're going off. No, no. So in the in the way that it kind of with the it, dot connection right here, it took down a bridge between our communities, mm-hmm. but yet we're still finding a way to connect with one another. Thanks. So, uh, so cool. I think we need to change the way. I think it's cool that uh, you represent the West and and like in the way you're doing it and how you portray yourself as an artist or even Thank as you, a person. Thank so you, yeah, I love West Seattle, man. I'm, I'm very thankful I grew up over there. That was really different. As I get older, I'm figuring out that I just love Seattle. You gotta hold it right there with a stemless. Oh, like that. My bad. No worries. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm finding out there's beautiful people in like in the corners where when I was growing up, I used to just be sad and mad. Like I'm from the south and nobody, nobody <laughs> understands me. Punk ass. Uh, I'm on the same block. This shit, I'm in that. I'm in an apartment with 14 other people. This shit is sick. Like you know, just having that thinking, not people. People won't be able to relate to that. Right. So I'm finding out that you know we're all actually more common than we think. Mm-hmm. I'm a so bro. I'm a steer. What's that? What's that? I'm gonna give you another one of these. You be going crazy. Um, I'm gonna steer it uh, kind of back to music. I want to, or I guess, how did you build your team as far as like. Uh, I always ask people, like, how do they find someone to trust with their music and be able to push them? Because, like you said, uh, Blake ended up reaching out to us and, like, really was like, hey, I got someone that'd be perfect. I tapped in. Like, it was it was very, like, professional. But as most artists are have, have hard times finding people that they trust with their, you know, that's kind of their business side. So, like, how do you and Blake link up? How did that uh, manager-artist uh, relationship uh, happen? Definitely. Um, so Blake and uh, he actually works with my bro Alex too. Um, so it's like two of them. Yeah. And they they had reached out to me, and I've I've known these dudes. I've known Alex since I was kid, like fifth grade, and then Blake. I've known him since like I was like sixteen, yeah. from high school. Um, and they were always engaged in what me and Jay Boogan were doing with our with our music, and always interested in that. And um, yeah, they like they. So like years go by after me and Jordan had started making music and they they had respected the hustle and what we what we put together and um, they just reached out and wanted to like help us in any way they could, uh, which I really appreciated. Um, so yeah, they were they were, they helped me a lot for sure. Yeah. Um, do they are they more on like the 
the rollout side? Because as an artist, you, you go to the studio as you see fit and, like, just your own personal work ethic. But, like, as far as, like, pushing you and marketing you, they're they're more handling that side of the... Yeah, kind of. Um, I definitely handle, like, all the music aspects myself. And then uh, they kind of, like you said, help me out with the marketing. They, they help me with Spotify. Oh, stuff nice. like that, like getting on playlists and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been on some Spotify playlists? Like yeah, some I've been on quite a few thanks to them. Um, oh, that's fire. Yeah, they, they, they just reach out to all the Spotify playlists that they can find. And any artists out there, if you just, like, find playlists, you can figure out how to contact the person, and you just got to hit them, and they'll put you on. And oh, that's, that's fire. Hella, you need to do that as an artist, like, especially independently, like, for sure. That's how you get looks. That's some free game for you. Hell yeah. Um, no, no, you can go. I was about to take it. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I just wanted to get your, uh, your thoughts on like, not really, not really the end game of what, what you're aspiring to be, but like, what, what's that picture look like to you? Mm-hmm. Um, was the big scheme basically, or right. the ultimate goal? Right. I mean, I'm still figuring that out as I, as I go, I'd say, cause like I've been asked that before and I still don't have like a, like a refined answer for that, um. Like, I'd say a smaller goal, would, like, I'm just trying to be able to support myself fully off of music, like, solely. Um, just be able to live comfortably. Um, and then I'd say past that, you know, take this shit as big as it can get. Um, sell a lot of records, do a lot of big shows, you know, someday. Um, <clears throat> as a, uh, a younger artist, have you started looking outside of the city to, like, do shows and, like, kind of get on, like, smaller sets and, like, get on, like, maybe opening for people and things of that nature? I haven't really that much, to, to be honest. Um, I'm working on getting my tape, my, my, my first solo tape out. Um, and then there's a couple more collaborative tapes in the cut, too. Um, to a 6 a.m., we got a really, really, really dope album. Um, Ooh, a little sauce for you motherfuckers yeah. at home. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> 2.06 a.m. Continue my... Um, yeah. Um, but what was the question? Uh, do you... Have you reached out to uh, oh, yeah. any... Outside the city. Um, no, I haven't. Um, I'm doing a show in September, though. Um, shout out to Curtis, Curtis Delgado. Um, he, bro, is putting on, like, a, a whole, like, creative festival in September at the Seward Park Amphitheater. I think it's called Seward Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, That's fire. Yeah, and he's going to have, like, all types of vendors. And it's really, the, the goal of it is to really, like, uh, showcase, like, black culture and, and black uh, businesses and all that oh, and black art in, in, in Seattle. Um, and so he invited me and my guys to come perform there and that's, it's going to be dope. He's really setting it up too, like early. It's going to be crazy. That was a perfect hand clap. I heard it. Because okay. Curtis has been showing us love. I don't come know on. if you two know, but Curtis has been, uh, at home watching the groovy tapes. I know Curtis. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, come went to, on. we went to leap together. Come on. I know Curtis does. <laughs> but uh, uh, this was a real quick moment of shouting you out, Curtis. We love you. Shout out to Curtis, bro. Yeah. He got, he got a, he's trying to do great things for yeah, the city. Yeah, that's amazing. He is God. doing great. But he, like, you he see is. him. He's he, not, he's trying no, to do no, yeah, yeah, like, no, no, he, doing it. He's definitely, like, one of those people that I look to for, like, how to level up and how to grow. I don't know. Like, mm. I've just been, like, watching from the outside of just, like, the moves and how front stage he is with, like, um, uh, the media space and just the event space and just everything he's doing right. as far as even with his clothing brand, um, yeah. just like how he pushes himself and just to know like 
we went to like we were in a leap together and just see him grow like that is fucking amazing. Oh yeah. So shout out Curtis, bro. Shout out to Curtis, man. Would that be your um, first time performing live? No, I've done I've done multiple like shows here and little shows here and there. I've never like headlined and done my own shit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've done like random little shows in the past. <laughs> What's a uh, were they mostly in the West or have you just all over the city? Um, I did one in the West, uh, and then. A couple weeks, or I guess it's a couple months now. Uh, you guys heard of the Fremont Fridays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, perf- I performed there with Katia and PMO. We did we did box the bedroom like the day we dropped it. We, we performed mm. there. Oh, fire! Yeah, that shit was fun. It was yeah, yeah. Shout out to Fremont Fridays. No, nah, that shit's Fridays. fire. I think this summer has been like a fucking blast with events. Like everyone in everyone in the city, you guys are going crazy. Like Seattle's Seattle's on on its way, man. Like for real, like. I, I really feel like Seattle's about to be a hub. Like, I think uh, we were having this uh, conversation exactly with what you were saying. Um, like, Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, like, Seattle all the way to Tacoma, it's becoming a hub. Like, it's, like, it's a fucking stretch. You could, like, like we like to say, you could throw, like, a bat in a crowd and find someone talented. Or right. that's that's what Corey be saying. <laughs> what do you be saying? I've never heard that analogy. <laughs> yeah, I love how you said a bat in a crowd. Uh, I said you could, like, like if it rains, you you'll find an artist. Like there, there are so many talented people. How did you get back from a crowd? He was going crazy. <laughs> he said some. No, some it was like something that. along the lines like you. Like could, you could be walking down the street and like you throw a rock and like I, it'll I hit someone yeah, talented. He said something like that. I swear <laughs> to God. No, I did. You're a hundred percent correct. Oh, I, I did not, not go to the extreme. <laughs> if you throw a pet in the crowd, <laughs> you'll find an artist. Yeah, you'll find an artist. And again. <laughs> You'll be fighting that artist. <laughs> I'm dead, bro. Oh shit! But yeah, I feel like I feel like the city has the most talented uh, people thus far. Um, I know, like every, everyone's like, "Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta, this, Atlanta, that." But like, you can't go anywhere in Washington and say there's not a prominent scene. Like, right. there, you may not be in that scene. You may not know the niggas who run that scene. But like. Every part of Washington has their little artist hub where people get it popping. Um, so I think it's really dope that, one, we get to showcase them and, like, celebrate them. Right. Um, but I love that, like, Washington as a whole is, like, pushing themselves. And we're becoming more of an ecosystem where you can do a show here and kind of make a bag. Like, you can do Tacoma, uh, you know, um, Olympia, go to fucking Spanaway. You know, you can do these little small cities and you can probably pick up a couple bags if you you do it right. Um, And I feel like the more people, the more people show that you're able to move around your state and like profit, the more we will, you know, the more Washington won't have such a like, oh, we're not popping or like, well, we're not talented because like everybody got a homie who's fire at something artistic. Like, Fire. Like, everybody got a graphic design homie, uh, a rapper homie, a fucking clothing design homie. Like, everyone has a clique in Washington where there's, like, four or five people that are just like, oh, they're, they're all kind of filthy and they all kind of run their section. So, like, Thanks. I feel like the more we see it, the more it's celebrated, it'll become like, oh, shit, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there's a I show like out here. Oh, I can do this show. I can, I can go around the town and, like, collect these little bags because that'll make it – that'll make it what people – don't see it is yeah, today. Solidify it more. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Um, hold on. Let me hit this one. I was on a rant. 
<laughs> no, you're fine. Um, dude, you gotta let me know uh, who inspires you. It doesn't have to be just uh, music, but just like living life or the lifestyle. Definitely go uh, out. I say, music wise. I, there's there's a couple of different ways I could push this one. So music wise, like when I started making music, what was inspiring me at the time, um, it's definitely actually let me let me start like childhood uh, inspiration. I'd say Kanye West for sure. Um, when I when I was listening to Kanye and as a 14, 15 year old, you know, like he was like he he he's kind of who I'd like to say like taught me to like be myself type like really like he didn't give a fuck what nobody was doing, what nobody was saying. Like, he's always going to do him regardless, and he's going to do it loud, you know? Um, and his music, obviously, is top tier. Um, so he inspired me a lot. And then, I guess, my own style of music, eh, that that's just growing up on a lot of, like, trap solely, like, hip-hop-infused R&B, which is kind of where I ended up making, like I'd say, the Party Next Doors, the Drakes. Mm. Um, and then as far as, like, just in the town, like, Juice the God really inspired me a lot. Um, and even, like, when I first started making music, it was when Mosey was, like, first getting a little traction and starting to pop off. And that, that's, for me, that was one of the first people I seen, like, like and he younger than me type, like, really doing it, like, <coughs> getting out the city and really going. And um, that was inspiring, for sure. Um, being able to watch... <coughs> hold up. <coughs> Um, being able to like watch all these like rises, um, how has that motive like motivated you to, uh, I guess, push yourself, I guess, like, what is that seeing people like from the town and like, uh, juice being a legend and just watching yay, like transform art, how, how does, I guess that pushes, how does that push, uh, you and your, uh, music directly? Um, I'd say it just shows that it's possible, but like you can like you can be from Seattle and really do this, bro. Like it's not it's there's no like blocks here, you know. Like there, you you can you can you can come up with those in your head and stop yourself, or you can just you know just go and and realize this shit's really possible. Absolutely, bro. I'm definitely giving that a hand clap. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm loving that. That's <laughs> I love your energy today, brother. I'm letting that sit real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just talking. I'm sorry. I'm letting that sit. That's why I told you I was not trying to turn down your mic. <laughs> I, knew you was I, get I was. Cozy. I was like, I'm gonna be screaming the whole time. Screaming. Um. So you're dropping a project soon. Yeah, I have a. I have my own solo tape. My first one, because I have one tape out right now, but it's with my brother J-Mac up north. Yeah. Um, so this is my first, like, solo, like, project where I'm I'm the one. <laughs> That's goofy. But, uh, yeah. And then I got I got a tape with PMO in the cut, too. That one's hella fire. Um, and, and this music on these tapes spans over uh, a year or two. Ooh. So it's going to be a lot of a lot of good music. And it's in the pr- production got way better than... Uh, how do you, how would you describe this, uh, your solo, your first solo project? Is it more telling the history of you or is it just, um, I, I would say more, uh, love influence? I would definitely say, um, it kind of shows my transition from like high school being a little lover boy and kind of, um, shifting to, you know, being out here single, living life. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of just, 
like the record, I, I didn't go into this project thinking it was going to be this project. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a bunch of songs. So it's not, it's not an album. It's like, it's like a mixtape. Okay. It's just a bunch of songs that I'm throwing on one thing. Um, but yeah, it's got, um, a lot of different themes on there, but I'd say the main two is just like, uh, you know, stepping into these player ways and then, you know, hustling, really, really trying to make this shit happen. Yeah. That's fucking fire. <clears throat> when, uh, I guess the, so is the, and the UMPMO would be more of a co- collaboration of your two sounds. Definitely. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. And we, me, me and PMO linked up like early on when we, we both were like kind of first starting to get into the music shit. And, um, we helped each other a lot for sure. Like create our own sounds and like create this sound together. Um, shout out to PMO, man. That's my brother. Um, but yeah, we, we got a dope sound and like, <coughs> it's, it's going to take a second for people to get hip to it. I feel like, cause we got like a lazy flow on these West coast beats. Um, but when they do like, w- once you catch, once you catch the flow, like people, people always want to say PMO is off beat and shit, but he's, he's no. not, you just got, you just got to catch the flow. Right? <laughs> and, then you, and then once you get it, you're like, so yeah that shit's gonna be i can't wait to put that shit out um it uh i was gonna ask are are we getting it before the summer's over that's my last question my brother probably you gotta put a date on it or nothing yes me and female shit is definitely coming all right definitely all right because it's summer's almost over i know bro i know bro (laughs) i know washington got hella vibey music and we got you know really a month and a half more vibes that you know where it's sunny outside so i need (laughs) i need summer slaps that's that's all i'm asking for right all right man i need to know what's the go-to basketball move go-to basketball move (laughs) uh go-to basketball move Uh, is it is it is it stop hezy tween or is it we're I'm going we're pushing paint? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fillet. I'm gonna go hezy to the rack. Huh? Just keep it simple. Just one move. Go lay or punch. Yeah. You know, you know. Or punch. <laughs> oh shit, bro. It's bro. I love it, bro. I I love it. You be. Man, it's been a it's been a long time, but I got love for hoop. Okay, okay. Uh, we we hoop together. We yeah. love to talk about it. It's been it's been a minute. Uh, we're 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 pre- we we appreciate the sport. Damn, he's a, he's nice with it. People like to play him, but you know I'll put that out there. He's nice. I'm, okay, okay. He got game. I'm cool <laughs> for not being a hooper. Yeah, You're not a no, like I'm not like a real hooper. Okay, okay. No, nah, like like real like if you played AAU and you like went to camps and like even if you went like. You played really in high school competitively. You would probably give me buckets, but like if you drip, like if you just play on the court, I'll probably hoop you. Like I'm not, <laughs> I know exactly. You know, like I'm, I'm still six eight. I can still dunk. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not. Every yeah, I'm not sloppy. Exactly, I'm oh, not yeah. sloppy with it. Like I may like, and if I, if I, the jumper's not working, I'll just. He it's got in the, the fundies. It's, right. it's in the yeah. I got the fundies. He got the fundies, bro. <laughs> I got no like you know. I <laughs> right. could get to the rack, but like if you, you know, like if you could hoop and you got like a good like I I just might have to just all all defense. It's just like you might just start giving me buckets. Who do you think is gonna go crazy in the program right now? In the program, uh, the bro, crossover. They're, they're playing like, right, right now. now type right shit, like, um, some crazy games. Too. Yeah, KP KBJ uh, uh, pulled up. I think Dejounte's here. Yeah, fucking. Boy, Miles played today too. The fucking teams are stacked. It's crazy. Nice, bro. Uh, 
KP, uh, KP is definitely gonna go stupid. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is pulling up. He's he's pulling up. Fucking, he invited LeBron. LeBron was all yeah, like, I seen that. Was like, I want to tap in with the pro am. It's looking like the pro am right now. And I'm like, and everybody's all like, come to Seattle, bro. Every we'll have that that bitch jumping. It will have the bitch jumping. But to see LeBron in the city would. I you would go crazy. It would go crazy, but it would be more of what people like. For people who live here, that would mean a lot more. You know, mm-hmm. like it would yeah. solidify things yeah. in our head to like just the culture out here and yeah. how we, yeah. we've seen how the athletic bubble um, is in our communities, yeah, it's really bro. Valid. Exactly. Like, oh, LeBron's here, right? Yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So I, I like I feel like it'll it'll check a lot of boxes um, as far as things. I'll ask this question for the both of you. Ask um, away, sir. Do you think uh, the way Washington views? Or I'll, I'll speak it. It don't even have to be Washington. Just loosely. No, Washington. Out here in our experience, the favoritism over athleticism um, overshadows uh, a lot of what the arts has been doing over the years. Um, Do you think that factors in? I, I don't think so. Because um, I feel like all, there's, all the hoopers and athletes out here be showing love. Like, those are the... Right. Like, they're, like, they're out, the of, out of the, like public figure type people mm-hmm. in Seattle, I feel like the athletes are the ones that show the most love to the music scene. I, I don't know if that's a fact, but that's how I feel. No, uh, I totally know what you mean because uh, in the way I see it, uh, it's more of what their media is doing like, or, or and not doing. You know, we kind of just get the way we're represented in the, in the media out here and at least in sports media, mm-hmm. and uh, they feed in our, our brains like you have to be an athlete to – to basically make it out of our neighborhoods, you know, a lot of people chase that that dream. I think, um, and just speaking from uh, so uh, what have what, what I've seen living um, living here, I would the say, fine arts was not supported. No, no, Go ahead. but like I would say, living here, wa- people from Washington specifically loved sports. Like, right. lo- like when the Seahawks were ass, niggas was packing out like stadium, like even. It was maybe, like, the last two years of the Sonics where it was, like, kind of janky. But, like, every other year it was right. probably, like, smacking in there. So, I'm, like, the reason – I guess the reason it's, like, more sports-driven because, like, Washington, for better or, wor- better or worse, is, like, a sports, like, city. Like, or town, like, or, wa- or state. My bad. Um, as far as, like – if you're a Cougs fan, you're a Cougs fan. You know, if you right. love the Huskies, you love the Huskies. If you love, like, if you love these sections of, like, sports, you go you go hard if you're from Washington. Everybody in Washington is a Mariners fan unless you weren't born here. Like, you know, like, every there's no other, like, even when when we got uh, soccer, like, everybody, be, everybody watches soccer now. Every you know everybody you can't tell niggas they're not Sounders. The fans. Sounders exactly. are so nasty. But like <laughs> nobody before the that storm. But like exactly you can't the you storm. can't exactly. <laughs> so like I'm the reason why Washington is like that is because like you guys go hard for your sports and like the 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 athletes kind of reward the city the most. Like yeah. musicians haven't like got popping established like. Thing. Yeah, oh, sports is way way bigger. Here. Yeah. There's more money. There's more, and niggas like people. The athletes kind of show love. Like right. the athletes come back to the city and like start programs, right. like start mm-hmm. schools, like give, money, give their money back. And right. like I'm not saying all uh, musicians haven't, but most musicians from here 
have very selective ways yeah. once they're popping to like give back. Like and there's just way more athletes that have, you know, yeah. like there's way more of a pool of athletes that could that could get back here versus like, you know, you only got a couple mm. music yeah. of music mm. that could do it. And then like Yeah, like even like I would even take the like I would say like the popping bands that have been popping here. They didn't there's no like drives in like the north from like certain popping like like Pearl Jam don't come back and do like giveaways you know like mm-hmm. like places like things that we've made popping the musicians tend to be like all right this was fire this was very like informative on my life i'm kind of out of here you know you don't Still see live in LA. Yeah, yeah you don't see chris pratt doing like shit in spanaway you don't see spanaway give like there's niggas that Fuck no. you know, like, like, <laughs> like there's like there's just certain people who have hit that stature that and a ferris bitch ass and a ferris the, yeah. the, the funny ass white girl she's in like all the movies bro oh no I do I do why Fun. did Anna Fair catch the, the strain that's like really sitting in the mic yeah, really bro, it was like Chrissy Teigen <laughs> yeah. hold on Chrissy Teigen she's from Seattle she's from Washington okay but like I just even though wow. like that's fire like where's the John Legend like, like where are you motherfuckers at <laughs> no but like I just say all that because like the athletes have been really mm-hmm. like the ones to like Find a way to give back. Find a way to take the money and give back to the city right. that put into them. Like, right. there's no reason. You know, that's why it's kind of like that, to answer your question. Yeah. Um, now, you guys answered my question eloquently. Oh, yeah. was, Washington definitely produces, like, top five. That's, like, a top five Hooper producer. Washington. Yeah. yeah for in, sure. in, in nation, uh, a in lot the, of people, in country. In, in pe- people like to not, not say it, but they begin hoop by our, our boys and gals from, from fucking... Oh, no from fucking count. Washington, no, you no guys offense. get you guys get hooped. It's okay. Every level too, high school, college, league, all that, bro. Yes, it, it's everywhere. it's like you guys come to Washington to get hooped and, <laughs> and then be leaving sad. That's that's what be happening. I don't. I see it. I seen it. I seen it happen. Tacoma Dome is deadly. Mm. You get a fifty bucket on your noggin, and you'll go home with negative sad. one point. Because <laughs> you Tacoma are, Dome is stars. <laughs> like real life, um, damn, that was such a good sports conversation. Uh, <laughs> what do you, as far as like, um, what do we have to look forward to? Um, like, what do you are you planning any like pop ups? Are you doing any like small things for these uh, projects that are about to drop? Like, how as like if the city were to be like, all right, CG is about to drop this day how can how can they find a way to support so um shit i don't got no days for nothing but i will say this 206 am shit is really special man like we got like the, the records that that are on there and, and let me explain like 206 am it's not like a little clicky group you know it's just yeah. like it's just a it's just all of us organically had got together and started making music together and, and i'm talking uh pmo katila and me that box of bedrooms that's where it started and then we all just fell in love with that record and, and really wanted to lock in. And so uh, Callan and, and Katil came back to Seattle for a minute and we were, we were just grinding out records like day in, day out. Um, and we, a lot of other artists got involved. We got uh, Zayside, he's dope, up north. Um, Zayside's fire. 2000 Baby going dumb right now. 2000 Baby's going crazy. That's one of my favorite artists from the city, if not my favorite. Uh, that know. Nate Rob song is kind of fire. Hell yeah. It's, 
Tavares probably hasn't listened to it because the emotions attached to the situation, but the oh, song is fire. No, 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 nothing bad. Uh, when Nate Rob got knocked out, it fucked oh, up his whole night. Oh, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. It's, it's really oh, love. Like, yeah. 2000 Baby Go Crazy. Sure. Yeah. No, no, it was when... I almost cried. Yeah, the night it happened, he got, like... I almost like, fucking cried. We I, were, we we were was, playing Uno. He, like, stopped playing Uno. And I just stopped like, playing Uno. Man, shout out to Nate Rob, bro. No, You're love. a legend, bro. You're a legend. Facts. He's been a legend in the Facts. streets. Yeah, but um, yeah. that was the 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 money dive. <laughs> that was the money dive. <laughs> he yeah. was like, "I've been here." Enough. Big brother got the check. <laughs> he was like, "I I okay. spent enough time doing this." <laughs> he got slip, but he got oh, you need a easy dub, and I don't even box. All right, bro, I'm Love. about to just act. I'm finna just curve. <laughs> <laughs> they paying me for the if I make it to two rounds, the bag get like double. So we <laughs> we out of here. We club we clubbing tonight. Uh, but yeah, we got 2000 on there. Um, Paris Alexa. Oh, fire. Wow. Yeah, she got on the record. That record is crazy. Um, fuck, we need to put these out, bro. Yeah. Uh, Ellis Prescott is on there too. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. You just start, you just holding like a really good project. <laughs> Man, like, yeah, like we That's are, bro. Up. It is what it, like it. So, like, it, it, this is all like in the midst of COVID, right? So. Yeah. We all come back to Seattle, and Callan is just booking hotels for us, Mr. Money Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's just booking hotels, and we're just doing these hotel sessions, hotel sessions, like, just recording in these hotel rooms, really, yeah. like, and, and it ended up just being, like, a really crazy project, and it's, like, um, yeah, man, I, I've never, I, like, it still blows my mind that it exists, you know, like, um, mm. but yeah, bro, that yeah. shit's gonna be special. It's definitely something to look forward to, and yeah. it's, like, it's a good thing for the city, I think, to have like a collective project like that. And, and like I said, it's not no clicky thing. It's just like, we just needed a name to, because we couldn't drop these songs as like a Steegy song or a PMO song. Yeah. Just too many artists or it was just too much collaborative effort to have one person yeah. shine. So we yeah. just wanted to put a collective name on it, but it wasn't like a strict amount of members. You know, it's like it flows in and out. It's just yeah. like, hey, whatever's created. A bunch of you guys created. got together. You just needed to drop, you just need to drop it. So right. What whatever the easiest name for this like various artists, right? Literally. Sort of project, yeah. That's fire. Yeah, bro. That's Damn, I'm question. very excited. Yeah, I definitely need that before the summer. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> yeah. Need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just for future this, artists this should, coming. This should be pressure to all my guys to drop this shit. Yeah, all of it, like, that's that sounds incredible. Sure. Damn. Yeah, artists are stingy. That's what I'm learning on the pod. <laughs> they got Stingy got. He said I'm, he got I'm three. He he got three. He's on three prominent fire projects and just holding them. I, I feel it. This will yeah, be a good rollout. This right. this will be a good rollout. Right. You know. <laughs> so I want to talk about how you developed that relationship with Zoo Hair and <laughs> Zoo go crazy. And and, and 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 um, uh, and Zoo. how important it is to get uh, to be an artist and connect with someone who really. Um, conveys your vision well in a visual so definitely um i mean zoo had been showing love to my music when i first started uh, a while back because we just had a lot of mutual friends um and he's from way up north so mm -hmm. I, I never met dude and never knew him or nothing like that and then he i just reached out because when he started doing videos for zay uh who was the first person i actually ever made a song with uh mm -hmm. that, like first ever collab um that's fun fact but uh yeah, I just got connected through Zay, I guess, basically. Um, and then, yeah, we just started making videos. And, and those 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 videos are old, man. Those those uh those are J Mac. Yeah. yeah. 
Look funny, bro. I love looking back at those because I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Bro? We're just like, like by the peers, just like, bro, tripping was that, that shit was filthy. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah. that. Nah, I used to work on that hoe, so I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, on okay. the pier, on the pier yeah. clowning. Hell I was yeah. like, bro, this shit is dope. Yeah, yeah, and then, um, look, you, you pulled up with uh, little bro Ben up in Ben's spot. Oh, you know Ben? Yeah, oh, of course, we know Ben. This is a band. Love he got you. The, he uh, got the, the shag now too. He's going crazy. His is dumb too. Like oh. crazy. <laughs> that's my guy, bro. He's a little hustler. Yeah, I, I really fuck with Ben. That's yeah, cool. and he's really tapped into like just whatever the fuck's going on in Seattle. Yes, like, clothes, everything, bro. Yeah, because I be so tunnel vision on the music, but bro, bro has this like huge perspective. Mm, he got yeah. the vision was clear for him. Hella. Like he, he's yeah, he loves it. I remember when I met him at Rockstar. Ben's hella cool. <laughs> Ben's uh, Ben has. A, how did you guys? How did you guys meet him? Uh, he was a um, uh, gaffer. Yeah. Ga- well, he was a. Um, a oh, was grip. He, he was a grip on the set of Rockstar okay. when we shot uh, South South. So he came That's out. That's right. And he, he, he helps. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Harry and them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, I've worked on like a few sets with Ben, and Ben is always hella helpful. Um, with everything, and then his expansion of just, like, creativeness is kind of, like, crazy. Far. Um, so me and, like, uh, we we just actually, he was just on the set of uh, Tavares' last music video. Um, me and him talk over shoot. Like, Ben's hella cool and, like, really, like, really tapped in. Uh, sure. um, so I've been fucking with Ben ever since because, one, he's, he's really genuine with his energy. It's not, mm-hmm. like, Ben don't try to fake the funk. He's not, tr- he's not trying to talk to you about shit he don't know uh-huh. about. So, like, I really appreciate that, especially right. uh, from here. So, like, I really, like, anything Ben does, I'm here to support. Shout out, Ben. Right. And if you need a good little fad lineup. Come on. Go to the West. Yeah, ben. go see Ben. <laughs> go see Ben. Go see Ben. Dope little space in his garage. Yeah. Fire. No, I saw he was just painting it. Uh, I got to go check it out. Yeah, his, his bro's going dumb in there with the, like, ceiling walls, everything. It's fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on. So, you know, oh, support. Yeah, fun, fun fact, the dude who was, who's painting his garage, uh, Made the locally grown shirt. Oh, fire. Ben's first shirt, so. Oh, fire. With little gems oh, and dimes real quick. <laughs> I didn't get one of those, bro. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cover one. Oh, I didn't get one. Oh, they sold out. Oh, for you got to make them restock. Hey, yeah, Ben, yeah. restock. Restock. <laughs> Man. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> I just realized that we're, we're, there's a... I see a common line between you and I, mm-hmm. man, just the way you uh, approach music and how, uh, how you've been curating yourself as an artist. I, I felt, I definitely uh, resonate with that. And through this conversation, um, yeah, yeah. That's so are we, are we going international with it? Are you, do you ever have plans of man. leaving the country? Most Is that definitely. what we all think about sometimes, but more for you? Most um, definitely. Like I, wherever the, wherever the market, wherever, Wherever people are listening to me, bro, I'll go. And even if they're not listening to me, I'll go. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see the world, bro. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been nowhere for real. Like I've been in a, I've been to Europe. I got family out in Europe in um, Amsterdam, so I've definitely been somewhere. Hold on, uh, <laughs> fire. <laughs> you been to Amsterdam? That's yeah, fire. bro. Please, please do tell real quick. Man, it was it was. How great. was that? I was with my uh, my family, my sister, my mom, and dad, mm-hmm. and my auntie, and we went to go see my grandpa's. Uh, his family, so mm-hmm. my, the Asian side of my family. I'm half mm-hmm. half Indonesian, half white, um, and so my family that was in Indonesia immigrated up to uh, the Netherlands 
back like way back in the day um, when the Dutch invaded Indonesia and a lot of real history and shit there. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, they they all stay in um, near Amsterdam, and and that was the first time I ever met them. This is 2018, so I was 18 years old meeting them for the first time, and it was just dope, bro. Like to to see like a whole side of my family I'd never met, and they were so loving and welcoming and made. Fucking fire ass food, bro! Oh, <laughs> God, those plates were different. I'd be dreaming about them, literally, bro. Like I'll, I'll wake up, like, bro, did I just see that plate? Like, I, can, I, I can, I can. Oh my God, that's some hot shit. That's that type of plate where you can taste oh, it yeah. right oh, now. God. But yeah, bro. Um, yeah, that that shit was dope. Like, I didn't, I didn't necessarily experience Amsterdam, like, like from from a, like if I had gone out there on my own and went, I would have definitely done it different. But yeah. Uh, like I was there for my family for sure, so it, it that was my main focus, and it was it was amazing. Sometimes that's like kind of the best way to get tapped into a space because they'll they'll show you little little spots that you're like, oh yeah, the real the real the city. real city. So then next time when you do go back, go back with the homies, and you exactly. be like, I got a couple spots. We can do this shit, but we can also do this shit because I got a little spot because exactly. my family runs it. Yeah. Um, that's fucking amazing. Weed, um, weed is dumb expensive out there. They be trying to like they be trying to. That's the about the Americans. The the first market or some shit. No, it was good. out there thugging it with the the tree first coffee country shops. to type type legalize or some shit. That's yeah, crazy. They got they got coffee shops all, yeah. all over it. It's all just weed weed weed. I'm faking. I'm gonna sell you like point five gram joints for fucking thirty dollars. Oh, you're cooked. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're cooked. <laughs> you're cooked, my boy. I'm from here. I just <laughs> I do this. Yeah, bro. I just went to boarding school overseas. That's why my accent's different. But you know, I grew up across. Like, don't play me, boy. I know what the price is here for here. Why you talk like an American? Nah, bro. I was born there. Uh, fuck out of here, bro. Groovy tapes to Amsterdam with Stigi. Hey, that'd be weird. <laughs> that'd be amazing. We would go crazy. Would oh go yeah. Crazy. Little little show out there. I don't know. Throwing it out there, manifesting. Hey, that'd be fire. All right, now you spoken into the universe. I gotta figure it out. <laughs> Man, um, before I take us out, do you have anything you want to leave the the community off with, or the the the, the audience at home? Um. A little sum. Show love to the city, man. Like, Seattle, like, if you're from Seattle, like, pay attention to what's going on out here because it's really dope. Like, Seattle is dope. You don't got to go nowhere, go to no other cities to, to find what you're looking for. It's right here in the city. Like, That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Even before you, before you tell us out. Let me know. That pink guava is fucking you up, huh? Bro. <laughs> That's what you sparked? Yes. He sparked a pink guava. Boy, you crazy. That shit was over here. Mink, 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 You've been grooving with the South. This is KWJT. We got Steegy, Corey, Solana.